You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new book by T.C. Boyle is The Terranauts. Thank you for joining me, T.C. This is based on Biosphere 2. Talk about just the fun that you have with this fun bit of history. The idea of eight volunteers being uh, encapsulated in a biodome of 3.15 acres with 3,800 species of plants and animals for two years is utterly fascinating to everybody, but especially to a novelist. I think part of that is is you have a long documented history of studying humans in isolation, whether it's in Drop City or uh, Mr. Uh, Kellogg's famous uh, resorts. Talk about what happens for you as a novelist when you can like focus on people in just a small place, especially scientific experiments. You've done some. You've written about some other uh, dodgy scientific <laughs> experiments in the past. The inner you? circle. <laughs> yes. Dr. Alfred C. Kinsey, inventor of sex. Yes, yes of course. Um, when I began my career with my first book, Descent of Man, after the, the Darwin title, obviously, I was onto this kind of biological idea of the universe. But I didn't work much with character. Character didn't really interest me. I was much more interested in design, language, jokes, uh, wildness, you know, surreal stories. Over the years, though, as I've advanced as a writer, I think, I've incorporated realistic fiction as well. You know, I'll write a story that is completely fantastic and right next to a story that is straightforward realism. And I've learned how to deal with character. And so in a book like The Terranauts, I am dwelling in character. Yes, I'm writing about the environment, and there are multiple layers of irony, as you already know, uh, but I'm also trying to see what would happen, like as a playwright, as, as Sartre would, when you put people in confinement and they have to cooperate, who dominates, how much of their animal being and their hormones uh, dictate what the outcome will be. Eight characters in search of D.C. Boyle. <laughs> and I I haven't pointed out to you um, how incredibly sexy this became. I didn't know how sexy it would be, but four men, four women, locked inside, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. uh, that gets answered, and I will let the readers enjoy that answer because it is a ton of fun. Uh, one of the things that I noticed in this book was uh, the... Reluctance to eat meat. Some of you have a character who's becomes not a carnivore, and that theme showed its uh, showed up a couple of times. Talk about writing about that theme. In my uh, fictional recreation of the biosphere, which I call Ecosphere Two, um, one of the characters who is in charge of the animals backs off from eating meat. And this is very difficult because they are on a starvation diet of less than 1,500 calories a day while working full-time at subsistence farming. Um, It's sort of the reason why I no longer eat animals with with big faces on them, like cows and pigs and so on, because of the horror of the way we farm them and butcher them and so on. Um, Even though she needed the calories, she kind of had great affection for the animals, the goats, the pigs, and so on, uh, uh, that she is taking care of. And yes, she does slaughter the pig. That's her job, to feed everyone. But ultimately, when she sees that big piece of meat, which she needs desperately for calories, 
she is associating it with the animal she knew and loved and can't really progress through that. Most of them, the diet of, of, of my pterodots is primarily vegetarian. And they are, what, they're really, what they're really suffering for is oil, fat and oil. That's what they want. When I wrote Drop City, I discovered this about people, trappers who live off the land, out in their remote wilderness. You got to get your moose for meat for the winter. But unless you get a bear also, you're in deep trouble because the bear has fat. You can't go to the store and get some uh, some butter or uh, Crisco or anything else, you know? <laughs> so this was the part of their diet that hurt them the most. They didn't have fat. And, of course, protein, if you're not eating meat, has to come from the goat's milk alone. Well, it's apparently when locked in with animals, it's easy to get to like the animals the humans, <laughs> even though you can't eat them, <laughs> maybe not so much. The original Biospherians, the two of them wrote accounts, uh, you know, which I credit in my book because I'm using their history and also what all the journalists wrote about this as well. And there's a whole history of it as well. Um, they had problems keeping the animals. They finally had to slaughter the pigs after the first year because they simply didn't have enough to feed them to keep the pigs alive. So now they've got to get all the protein from the eggs from the chickens and milk from the goats and so on. And finally, they had to slaughter the goats as well. I think that um, for me, I, what I love is the way that you play with the relationships in this book where we have uh, three points of view, uh, a rather uh, naive uh, woman who's on the inside, Don Chapman, uh, Ramsey Root Thorpe, who's uh, something of a Lothario. <laughs> He's also on the inside, and Linda Ryu, who's on the outside. So talk about the contrast of the inside versus outside perspectives. The discovery that Linda Ryu would be excluded from the final eight. She is a Terranaut. She's going to be on the next mission if she behaves herself, but she doesn't make this one. That allowed me to give you a view not only of this hermetic microcosmic society under glass, but also of the outside world, and also to play with the notions of, of, of bitterness and rejection and so on, because Linda is maybe maybe the funniest of these characters, but because she's also rather pathetic. I mean, all she wants is to be included, and she's excluded. So that gave a view both of outside and inside, and it helped me to let this thing flower and open out, as we said earlier in the conversation. I've been speaking with T.C. Boyle. His new book is The Terranauts. Thank you for joining me, T.C. You're welcome, Rick. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.